What's up? Welcome back to the Pesky Poll Podcast. For the returners, welcome back. For those who are watching us for the first time, welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Ari, and this is Robert. How you guys doing today? Today, we are fortunate enough to get an interview with Tulane graduate relief pitcher for the Lowell Spinners, drafted in the 12th round to the Boston Red Sox, Brendan Salucci. He was really kind to us to let us be able to interview him. Without further ado, like and subscribe if you are new to the channel. Let's get into it. All right, guys. With us today, we have Lowell Spinners pitcher, Brendan Salucci. Brendan, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Are you got the first question? I do. Um, when did you know you wanted to be a pitcher? So I, uh, it was funny. I have a bunch of stories of when I was little and my mom would tell me how I always kind of had like a strong arm and stuff. So I always kind of knew I wanted to be a pitcher, but, um, when we, when we finally were able to get to the age group of like being able to pitch, uh, they just kind of threw me in there and it was something that I kind of had a knack for and just continued on to, uh, to here we are now. Awesome. So behind you, I could see you have a little Tampa Bay Rays thing. But yeah. what was your favorite team growing up? It was actually the Red Sox. Yeah, I got a really? bunch of crazy stuff in my room. But um, most uh, my wallpaper up there, I don't know if you can see that. Like at the top, it was uh, Red Sox. And it was funny because I'm, um, I'm from Philadelphia. And uh, everybody is crazy, like Philly fans. And I, I love the Eagles. Love the Sixers, but I, I always loved like the Red Sox for some reason when I was younger, and uh, so it's cool it worked out this way. Oh, you, can't, you can't do that. You can't love the Eagles, <laughs> love the Red Sox. Like we're diehard Patriots fans too. Well, I know, some of us man, are. Some of us are. Trust me, it was uh, it was tough when I uh, I had some of the buddies I went to college with were from New England, and uh, we had to watch the Super Bowl together, and it was just uh, oh man, it was a very awkward room to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> What what year was that? Was it the Falcons year or was that the Eagles year? No, it was the Eagles year. Yeah, it was oh. my freshman year. Um, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. I was the only one in the room cheering, but hey, <laughs> it got to enjoy the moment. <laughs> hey, I was yeah. I was a freshman in the middle of New Jersey trying to celebrate that. That was not <laughs> fun for me. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. So, question number three: How many schools were recruiting you in college and? How tough was your decision to go to Tulane? Um, well, so my recruiting process was pretty long. I had some schools looking at me um, early on in my sophomore year, and um, it, it was a great uh, it was a great process to go through. I learned a lot of lessons throughout it. Um, just being patient, finding the uh, the right school for you. And then the summer, um, going into my junior year, I competed at the. Uh, oh, sorry, going into my senior year, I uh, I competed at the area code games, um, and that was where the coach Travis Jewett from Tulane saw me, um, and he invited me down for an official visit that fall. I, I got down there, loved everything about it. The guys were welcoming. It was it was just a great environment. I love the city of New Orleans, so made it easy to make the decision that's cool yeah all right so once once you got to Tulane I saw that in your sophomore year you really stepped up to kind of become the closer you had the most saves among all your teammates was that tough going to be that like one of the best guys or one of the top guys off the bullpen or 
did you feel you were ready for the challenge? No, I mean, I love it. My biggest thing is I'm just, uh, I love the competition more than I love like the game itself. It's just, uh, like being a closer, uh, I think that's like the best spot for me because I just love kind of like shutting the door. And, um, I know that there's like a lot of, um, it was a big role to step into, but I, I, uh, I knew that I, I was prepared for it because it's just what I love to do. All right. Yeah. So as you obviously know, the season's postponed until further notice. Um, so Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing? Any, uh, what are you doing? Anything different than your normal off season routines to stay in shape? Well, unfortunately all the gyms around here are closed. So we just kind of do what we can. Like today, um, I went and threw a bit like a park down my street. Um, gotta make do with what you have. And then, uh, kind of have like a little bit of like weights in my room and like went on a run and stuff there's uh it's not like uh as much as i'd like like to do usually on like an off-season basis but you gotta make do with what you can and uh yeah no excuses yeah so two months after your final collegiate game you were playing baseball professionally for lowell how was that transition from college to minor league baseball was it difficult was it easy for you i'm not gonna lie to you it was actually pretty uh difficult because i've always been a guy who's uh thrown hard um and i've been like relying on my fastball and no matter how how hard you throw once you make it to the next level they they can catch up to it so it was uh like um another like lesson learned which i'm happy i went through it not just like went through with like success because being able to develop off-speed pitches throw those for strikes uh and learning more about how to approach different hitters instead of just trying to pound fastballs by everybody was was um, a great stride in my game and i think that going into this year adding that will be uh give me opportunities to a lot for a lot more success and i did see that you played a couple games in the cape cod league Mm -hmm. you feel that helped you at all too Absolutely. Um, so I played in the Cape. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get, after my freshman year, get called up there for playoffs and uh, with the Wham Gateman, and, and we won the whole thing, which is a fantastic experience. And um, yeah, while we were going through um, negotiations at all, um, after the draft, I went up there, played with the guys a little bit. It was, it was, it was a great time um, and uh, like against like the best competition in all of uh college baseball so it prepares you well so how you liking the lowell area have you been there or anything like that or yeah uh yeah. Lowell, was, lowell was a lot of fun it was a it was a great setup i've heard like many stories from like buddies of mine about like like the grind of like uh minor league baseball but i think for that being my first experience they set us up really well um like with uh, a nice place to live like easy places to have good food and uh yeah they took care of us well cool cool i was actually born in lowell or i lived in lowell my first couple of years so i love the area too it's a great place yeah it's really nice all right so on your scouting report mm-hmm. it says you've reportedly hit 97 on the gun is that as fast as you've hit or have you gone faster than that that's as fast as i've hit like on a gun um i uh it, it, 
I've hit it like multiple times. It kind of makes me mad uh, that I can't get higher than that. But um, yeah, that's like recorded. <laughs> that's the fastest I've hit. It's uh, it's actually funny. Me and my buddy, his name's uh, Connor Peller, and he's a stud at Tulane. Uh, we have a competition to see who can hit a hundred first, and whoever mm-hmm. hits a hundred first, the other person has to buy him a steak dinner. So we'll Ooh. see how that goes this year. Yeah. Do you have any like specific workouts that you do to work on getting that fastball higher? Um, no, it's mainly just trying to keep my arm healthy, and uh, I, I I'm a big fan of like long toss, not basically going 100 percent every day, but just at least stretching it out, getting that getting the arm action going, and um, yeah, that's that's about it. Just making sure we stay healthy because if your arm's not feeling good, there's no way uh, you're gonna be able to throw hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, what what pitcher, like, past or present in the NLB have you used as, like, a role model of some sorts? I've had a, a lot over the years. Um, when I was younger, it was uh, Cole Hamels because he was, like, the big lefty in Philly. Watched him a lot. He was a great pitcher. Um, and when I started getting really serious about the game and, like, kind of, like, like, being able to have fun with it and show emotion, I kind of based my game not much on who I related to most, but more from like a physical aspect, more of an emotional aspect. So the big guy that I followed growing up was Jose Fernandez because he was just like, he loved to have fun. He, uh, yeah. he, was, uh, he was a passionate guy, loved the game. And that's just something that I like to model my game after because you, you got to have fun and that's it's great when you like get to like bring your uh, emotions into it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any players right now that you would say I want to be just like them in a couple of years? Hmm. I mean the the easy one I could say is uh, Chris Sale because he's a Red Sox ace. He's absolute stud. Um, don't don't, don't get us started. We're, we're already sad on the news on Chris yeah. Sale. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not good. No, it's fair. Uh, really tough to hear um but yeah besides him i just uh, i'm i'm a big guy of kind of just like 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 uh looking at aspects of every pitcher and being able to appreciate all them i uh i'm a big fan of kershaw too um i love watching him grow up the fact that he can he he's faced guys and they've seen his curveball year in and year out he just can still get him with it is something really uh really awesome to say yeah absolutely all right, so I know we were talking about your fastball, but is that your favorite pitch to throw, or have you been developing a breaking ball that you really like to throw also? Um, yeah, so when I, uh, after the Lowell season last year, I've always had kind of breaking balls that I would go to here and there, but we kind of, I kind of developed, I would throw a curveball and a cutter, but I kind of came in between the two and found uh, an instructs when just like kind of working on it like a hard-biting slider. And that's the pitch that I really developed on this past off season um, because I, I it lo- like my biggest thing is that I love how it looks like a fastball coming out and then kind of just drops off. And uh, basically, what I like to do is just go back and forth with the fastball slider and like use that combo as much as I can. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool, especially with that late breaking slider. Like, mm-hmm. get a lot of people with that. Yeah. yeah. Hope, All right. Uh, do you- no, I mean, that's all I got. Yeah. All right, I got two more for you. Yeah, of course. 
do you have any expectations for yourself or for your team in general for this next season, whenever it's going to start up? I mean, the expectations uh, should always be high. I know most of the guys I'll be playing with this year are the same that I was playing with in Lowell um, uh, last year. Uh, it's a great group of guys. We're very talented. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to see what we do. I think we could... We, we could uh, develop something that'd be very special. We made it to the championship last year, unfortunately, ended up losing. But I think we mm-hmm. could, uh, if if we like, come together, stay strong throughout the season. It's a great group of guys, and we could uh, we could do something really special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. One last question for you. Of course. So, I got one after you, Bobby. I just thought of one. <laughs> oh, you go. You go first. You go first. All right. Well, um, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm I'm mostly not in like the MLB or anything, but like. What's the like overall vibe? And I know like it can change, but like what's the vibe of like a clubhouse? Um it's usually it, it's usually just kind of how you would imagine it. We're we're just a a group of guys. We like to enjoy each other's company. We all know what uh each other is going through and uh the up through the ups and downs, we like to support each other and um and no matter like even even though there's like the thing that hangs over our heads that not every one of us can make it, it's usually great for us to be able to support each other through all the highs and lows. Yeah, that's cool. Do you have that guy in the clubhouse that's just like that glue guy that everybody goes to? Mm, yeah. Sorry? Uh, Do you have that one guy in the clubhouse that's more of like a glue guy, like someone that keeps the team in check as a real motivator? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't think, no, not really. There wasn't, I I don't think as the team, we really spent enough time together to, um, to really like develop that. Um, there was one thing that was pretty cool though. When we, towards the end of the season, um, we had, we signed a guy that, um, came from the Phillies. His name's Tom Wendell. He's a left-handed pitcher as well. Um, and he came into our bullpen. And the bullpen guys, we like hanging out every day. We're a good group. And uh, he kind of gave us a lot of experience, uh, a lot of stories about like how to go about our business as we climb the ladder. And it was just, it wasn't as much as uh, keeping us in check, but just kind of like t- being able to be a teacher to us. And that was something I know I and probably a lot of the other guys really appreciated, especially in our first year of pro ball. Wow. All right. Final question for you. Mm-hmm. We Ari and I just started this podcast, so we don't have that many people that <laughs> watch our videos yet. Yeah. But on chance that there's somebody watching this that's let's say middle school, high school mm-hmm. that really wants to make it to that next level of playing, or that college kid that goes to that very unknown school that wants to try and make it pro. Yeah. Do you have any advice for them going forward in their baseball career? I mean, I think the biggest thing that I've always like reminded myself is it only turns to work when you stop having fun. So being able to enjoy what you're doing, fall in love with the training, the the ups, the downs, the adversity you face, just everything you go through, it, it's... Uh, it, it's never work if you if you love it and you always enjoy it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. 
All right, yeah. Ari, you got any more questions that popped into your head? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't I'm have good. any either. So, Brendan, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. It means man. a lot to us. Really appreciate oh, it. Was a, it was a lot of fun, guys. I appreciate it. Cool. All right. And whenever I'm in Lowell, I'm definitely going to go to a spinner's game. Check you guys out. Yeah, <laughs> I got to come down fantastic. and see you, too. <laughs> All right. That being said, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you guys next time. All right. See you.